कैपिटलिस्ट डिस्क्लेमर दिस पॉडकास्ट वॉज क्रिएटेड एज ए पार्ट ऑफ पॉडकास्ट लैब बाई इंडिया फिल्म प्रोजेक्ट इन एसोसिएशन विथ एंकर बाई स्पॉटिफाई हेलो पीपल वेलकम बैक टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ सोली लोकर दिस इज ए सैड वन ऑल्सो ट्रिगर वर्निंग आई एल बी मैंसनिंग डेथ एंड सेक्सुअल असल्ट माई दादू और पैटर्नल ग्रैंड फादर डाइट लास्ट मंथ फ्यूनरल राइट्स वेर परफॉर्म जस्ट कपल डेज ए गो एंड आई हैड बीन ए मेस सिंस आई गॉट टू नो अबाउट हिज डेथ आई वॉज एंड टोल्ड अबाउट हिम डाइंग एंड आई कुड नॉट ऑल्सो विजिट बिकॉज माई ब्लड रिलेटिव आर ग्रेट ए एस होल्स बट आई डोंट वॉन्ट टॉक अबाउट देम आई वॉन्ट टॉक अबाउट माई ग्रैंड फादर माई दादू he had been an amazing person and he has lived a life he has put all his siblings through school while sacrificing his own education he later did his ba in distance learning he has founded a school he has been to jail on a murder charge and he was a great knitter he has lived a life and after all the drama with my relatives i just want to remember him and his life we are not celebrities no one is gonna care about the history of a rural village that still doesn't have roads but i do think his life should be celebrated and his life should be talked about and who else if not me my childhood and formative years were mostly spent around them and i am who i am today because of them my dadu shamresh chandra bera was 97 when he died actually i think died is the wrong verb here he was pushed to death by negligence by sheer negligence by his own eldest son my uncle from 2013 Since when I left for college he has isolated my grandparents in the village cut off phone lines stopped his medications denied him the diet a person his age required and slowly pushed him to death yeah maybe it was a death due to his age but the agonizing last 9 years where he had to depend on other people to even perform bodily functions like peeing he definitely did not deserve it and maybe just maybe he would have lived a few more years if only he was given the proper help he needed anyway let's get on topic a little history of her origin i i think it's important a couple centuries ago a group of odia farmers with surname behra moved to midnapur and started a farming village and named it lakshi because the farmlands were very fertile with time behra has turned into bera and in early 1900 the halia koibartos the farmers demanded equal rights as bengali bhatrulogs the kayasthos and the brahmins they denounced the caste koibarto and started calling themselves mahishya mahishya samaj was formed 
and they have been asking to be treated equally ever since despite the bhatrologs paying no attention but caste discussion is for another day i keep digressing please forgive me my dadu was born in 1924 soon after he passed matriculation and joined college his father who was a swadeshi died in jail without any guardian my dadu had to drop out of college join a job in kontai and pushed for his brothers to pass the school my major dadu his first younger brother failed matriculation so his father just sent him to do work in a different place but after he died my dadu brought his brother back and forced him to complete his degree and eventually he got a job as a teacher my dadu did a ba in geography via distance learning he had six younger brothers and sisters two of them died when they were children they were good at studies except my major dadu so my dadu did not have to spend a lot of energy behind the other three he also learned knitting and sewing at this point because buying sweaters or new clothes were not even an option back then after my dadu completed his degree he realized the biggest hindrance to education in our village was that the nearest school was two villages over and without any mode of transport it wasn't really feasible for most kids in the village so he talked with similar minded people and sacrificed one of our prime farming lands to make a school in the village in 1948 then after a few years the junior high was established and eventually it got accreditation for matriculation under west bengal board he also made a library and named it after his father the whole village contributed to making those schools and they protected those schools he also got married to my thakuma and they had four kids one eldest daughter and three sons of which my father is the middle one in 1950 the congress government tried a unification process and land grab and the land of the school was highly coveted because of its location so congress did what they do best they sent people the person they sent was isukha a professionally hired lethel who fights with a large bamboo stick or as we call them in bengali lathi he was so prolific it was said that the bullets could not even touch him bullets anyway isukha came with his gang with chedkhars which is basically bow and arrows the villagers united and fought for the school which was to be destroyed During the fight a few people took cover crawled back behind them and hit Isukha after he fell his gang ran away then those people dragged his body into the school murdered him and made him vanish it's still not known who were involved in the guerrilla attack and subsequent murder but since the land was built on our land my grandfather was arrested along with almost half of the male population of the village and sent to midnapur jail since no body was ever found the case didn't stand 
and Congress had to forget about the land as well. However, CPIM did the same. After the Left Front came to power in West Bengal in 1977, they have subsequently sent multiple raids in many farmer villages around Midnapur starting in 1978. And this time it was much much worse. They wanted to grab all the land possible. Around such a fight in the village, the goons sent from CPIM mistakenly killed their own leader Kalibera and their dream was quashed then and there. If they did not make that mistake, I don't think I would have been here talking about this. However, they have managed to kill a few farmers in our village as well. The Robin Blue wall writings to vote CPM in our village were littered in blood. One of them had a small kid and my dadu took him in. He raised him as his own son who subsequently sexually assaulted me when I was between 5 to 7 years old under the pretense of bathing me, which got way worse after my brother was born. Anyway, after these things got quiet for a time, Dadu's brothers wanted out of the joint family so my Dadu paid them for their share of the Bastu. Still the brothers did not sign off the deed by saying they will in the future and out of brotherly love my Dadu did not push for it. Only one brother remains now and the others passed. I last met my Dadu in late 2020s and he was reminiscing how it's down to 2 from 7. I can still hear his voice and the sadness in his tone. It was heartbreaking. My Dadu put a lot of focus in education. Not just of the village but for his kids as well. All of his kids are well established now. My father went to Ramkrishna Mart Belud for his degree in economy but he had to discontinue due to incessant casteist bullying from his peers and blindness of the authority. He did went back later but could not get his honours. However, he got the pass degree and subsequently joined an Indian whiskey brewery as a marketing executive. My dadu wanted my father to be near him as all his other kids were in different states. So he asked him to take a government job. So my dad sat in the WBCS exams without any preparations between his marketing job and got in group D with one fourth of the salary he was getting before. This allowed him to be near Dadu for some time, about four years from 96 to 2000. But my dad subsequently went on to be a group A officer and the posting would never be in his home district anymore. Around 2002-2003, if my memory serves me correct, the Binnapur district was broken into two parts, east and west. So my dad could eventually come back to Midnapur town in West Midnapur. It's not near to our village which is in East Midnapur, but it was closer than North Bengal where my dad got most of his posting. When I was born, my dad was in Dinajpur, in a quaint village called Horirampur. I was born in Lakhi, my home village, the first caesarean after two days of life and death struggle. My ma did take me to Dinajpur 
and Dinaspur used to get so cold, I, a newborn, was prescribed brandy with milk. And my parents would mix a couple of drops with it, which was enough for me. But this was still not a good condition to be living in, so me and my mother would come back to the village. And from this till my father was transferred to Murshidabad, I spent my childhood in the village mostly. When my brother was born in Murshidabad, both my grandparents came over and stayed with us for a year. And subsequently a year before I went to hostel at age 10. My Thakuma was not a storyteller, unlike Bengali stereotypes deems it so. My Dadu was the storyteller. He would tell me stories from Jatok and Ishop and Panchatantra and all other children's books. The first poem I memorized at age 5 was a poem by Kusum Kumari Devi, mother of Jivanananda Dash. I don't remember the poem now, but I remember the next poem I memorized, which is Bundir Kella or Fort of Bundi by Ravindranath Tagore. He gifted me books and allowed me uninterrupted access to his personal collection and let me issue more than two books from the village library. We had a ritual. At noon, we would go bathe in the pond by the school and after that we would return books and issue new ones, both me and my dadu. Then we would walk back to our home, have lunch and then I would sit down with the books while everyone took a nap. In the afternoon, my Thakuma would indulge me in savory or sweet treats and after my dadu was up, we would go for an evening walk. In the evening, I would try to read the book under a hurricane and my Thakuma would complain how I am gonna ruin my eyes but never stop me from reading. I would always wake up late. This was the only thing my grandparents did not like. But they could not fix it, sadly. I used to have long hair as a kid and I had a very feminine voice until my puberty. As a kid, my dadu would wrap me in a sari fashioned from a gamcha. And I would go to other people with a bowl and ask for arms. Imprinted from the Vaishnavites who would come to collect arms daily. My grandparents and I would keep in contact via letters throughout my hostel life. We got solar in mid-2000s after I went to hostel and subsequently electricity after about 8 years or so. They got a phone as well but my hostel did not allow for phone calls so I could not talk with my grandparents at all. Letters were the only options. My dadu had septicemia in 2009. He was admitted to Ruby Hospital in Kolkata. And after couple of days in ventilation, he came back to us. I was in hostel and did not even get to know about it until it was too late. In my plus two, my dadu got more ill with urination issues, sugar, muscle fatigue, etc. Which comes due to old age anyway. So they came to our place in Midnapur town and we started his treatment. He needed about 6 pills a day from morning to night and regular physiotherapy. I was at home for my plus twos and instead of studying, I spent time with them, reading him from dramas and essays from Bengal Renaissance writers like Madhusudan Dattu. 
However, after I went to hostel in NIT, things changed and our contacts dwindled. My uncle fought with my parents and took my dadu to the village. Then he cut the phone lines. Uh, my letters could not reach him. Even if it did due to my uncle not getting him eye checkups, he and my thakuma practically went blind when it comes to reading. They also denied us visits. And my dad at this point was in Malda and my brother was studying for his exams and I was struggling in NIT owing to discrimination from teachers that I did not realize was casteist and queerphobic until it was too late. After I came back from NIT and I was dealing with all those stuff, pandemic happened and subsequently this. I think the motivation for this was money for my uncle as it is with most Indian boomers and to be honest I don't mind him taking the money. My dadu was a self-made man and provided for the family from a very early age when it was not his duty. A teen should not have to be the adult. But he did without any complaints. He put his brothers and his kids through good schooling and college. If my uncle, a professor in Calcutta University, need the money, he can have it. I don't fucking care. Neither does my parents, even though we don't talk much and see eye to eye. But what I can't accept is denying care to a man who cared for everyone throughout his whole life. My dadu was not abusive. Nobody has ever seen him angry, except my father and Takuma once. But to be honest, my Baba deserved that. But he neither hit him or shouted. That was my Takuma's department. She was the angry headmistress that even adults would be scared of. My dadu spent his time teaching village kids for free in the morning when I would be sound asleep and read books. He read multiple newspapers, he did the crossword puzzle and neat fishermen's nets in his spare time sitting in his hammock. He never hurt anybody. He just gave and gave and gave and what hurts me most is that his own kids denied him the care that he deserved. I don't know what to feel about his death. I don't know if I am sad. I do feel very empty, like there was something in my chest that's currently missing. There is a knot in my throat that just won't go away. I'd cry and my tears would dry up. I know he had a full life and I have seen death before, but not someone who was probably the closest to me. I believe there should be a long full page obituary in the newspaper, you know the front page ones. But I am too broke to afford that. I wish there were students of his who would come to pay respects. But a lot of them moved out. I wish people would talk about him, about the things he did for his community and his village and how he persevered in possibly one of the most chaotic periods of Bengal history with famines and riots without a guardian as a teen and took care of his siblings, mother and grandmother. 
आई वॉन्ट पीपल टू टॉक अबाउट हिम आई वॉन्ट पीपल टू रिमेंबर हिम माई करेंट गोल इज टू टेक माई ठाकुमा आउट ऑफ द फिलेज सी हैज गाउट एंड मेमोरी इशूज सी नीड्स केयर ट्वेंटी फोर सेवन आई जस्ट वॉन्ट टू मेक हर लास्ट डेज एज कम्फर्टेबल एज पॉसिबल आई विल मैनेज द फाइनेंसेस आई नो आई विल आई आई थिंक आई हैव बीन स्पीकिंग फॉर फार टू लॉन्ग नाउ कंसिडर दिस एन यूलॉजी आई एम इवन गन नेम द एपिसोड एज एन यूलॉजी आफ्टर ही टायर्ड आई डिडेंट नो वॉट टू डू एंड माई गुड फ्रेंड स्मृति सजेस्टेड आई राइट अबाउट हिम I I tried writing nothing would come out so I am here talking because this is what I can do I do have a lot of guilt regarding the lack of contact on my part in the later years yes I was focusing on getting my life together and dealing with a lot of trauma and violence but I I still can't help but feel that I could have made time for them All I want to do is discuss poetry with him and maybe read him poems. Also discuss literature, history and art. I feel I did not have enough time with him. I needed more time, especially now when I have got a grip on my life. I'm gonna go now and gloat about it in the dark. If you are here still, I beg you that you don't forget about him, please. I really really want people to remember him. With that, I bid goodbye to you all for now. I'll be back with another episode in couple of weeks. Hopefully, see you then.